Welcome to the Small Fictions Podcast. Every week, three aspiring, slash, totally shit writers create short stories and send them to an English teacher for grading. Here are your hosts, Ryan, Alex, and Elliot. Hello, boys. How you doing? Oh, hi. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a good? Uh, do you have a good week this week? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Oh, you sure you... haven't changed your jumper? Nah, it smells wonderful now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how did you get on writing your AI stories? Uh, yeah, I um, uh, I quite liked it. I don't know if I've gone a bit too obvious um, in the uh, in in the sort of the theme, but uh, yeah, I think it was a nice little story. I'd say I wasn't as happy as I was with pirates. I know Al hated that from his comments last week, um, and um, I wasn't as happy as um, yeah as the previous one. But I think it's a reasonable story, and it doesn't go over the top. And I don't think it's going to anger Alex as much. Okay. What about you, Al? Um, so I started with a serious tone AI, and then I got bored of that. It reminded me. Of Story that I hated, um, even though you hadn't read it yet. Well, you're gonna, uh, you're gonna have to edit that out because uh, <laughs> it doesn't make sense, <laughs> given the, the timeline that we're trying to go with here. But um, yeah, uh, it's I think it's a solid story. Um, you know, a bit of a few curveballs in there, maybe some things that people aren't expecting from a story about AI. You know, but hopefully it keeps people on their toes, and um, yeah, you could grade at the end of it. Well, I, I was absolutely convinced about mine as I was writing it, and I wrote it in record time, and I thought, yeah, absolutely done, um, and then completely lost confidence in it when I was it was being read back to me. I thought, this is absolute trash. So you'll see, uh, you'll see what Mister Teacher thinks. I'll share, uh, I'll share the screen. Story number one. Story one. Faster, smarter. The entity glided silently towards its target. Years passed. Earth got smaller and eventually disappeared from view. The worm grew inexorably in the entity's visual instruments as it got closer and closer. The entity didn't feel joy exactly, but the moment it crossed the threshold into weapons range, a small but definite pulse of energy rang around its holes. The worm had sensed the entity approaching months earlier and had begun to reposition itself attempted to conceal some of its girth in the rocky remains of the moon it had consumed a decade ago. The entity recognised the worm's efforts to hide as an animal response, basic, primal. It estimated the worm to be over six billion years old, a mindless beast eating worlds for aeons. The entity targeted the worm's belly where its armour was thinnest, and fired a trifecta of lasers that burned the worm's skin white, skin white hot. The lasers remained fixed on the worm's belly with pinpoint precision for weeks as it writhed and twisted in fear and agony, all the while being pelted in the eyes and sensory organs with a never-ending barrage of smart torpedoes, torpedoes to disorientate it. After nearly two months, the entity knew it was getting close to piercing the outer surface and burning a deadly hole straight through the middle of the worm. Back on Earth, people would cheer and fill the streets to celebrate, it imagined. No longer would the world be threatened by the ancient space beast. Almost there. Almost there, thought the entity. I can feel it. 
At that moment, a spacecraft burst through the asteroid field at tremendous speed, clipping one of the larger rocks and knocking it spoiler off. Fucking Christ! yelled Doug faster. He pulled back on this hard on the stick, sending his space fighter into 9.1G turn. He felt the f familiar flattening of his scrote to the inside of his knickers and heard Mandy's coffee cup smashed on the back of the wall. Doug, you fucking prick! yelled Mandy from the toilet. Doug ignored her and con continued to white-knuckle the turn. Yee-haw! He shouted as he levelled out and all his paperwork and trash fell back down. Mandy! he yelled. Mandy, where's the fucking contract, love? Fuck off, you prick. Why do you always pull a massive fucking turn when I'm on the fucking dunny? Mandy, did the contract say the space worm or the fancy laser thing? Mandy didn't reply, presumably distracted by cleaning herself up. Doug's spacer fight was now hurtling straight towards the entity at near light speed. Doug's console lit up with an incoming message. Doug, said a calm, authoritative voice. I am a sentient class six entity on a mission to protect humanity. Please turn your ship. Yeah, right. That's fucking total bollocks, you pommy wanker. Doug released 15,000 megaton plasma bombs at the entity. The explosion lit up the night sky for three years. Doug fucked off to Alpha Centauri. The space worm continued its journey to eat Earth. Yeah. Wow. Wow. A sequel. A sequel. I know Al, Al was threatening to do a sequel for Source, but you you got there first. Ah, I'm blown away by that. Yeah. What a turn that took halfway through. Yeah, I, I thought it was going to be serious. Like it was quite kind of, you know, straightened down the line, you know, kind of burrowing lasers for, for two months, no hint of a, of it being a comedy, and then suddenly dug faster, put in a 9.1G turn. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad you both said that, because that's what I was going for, the, the, the kind of switcheroo. Yeah. Um, but then when he was reading it last night, I really felt bad about it, and I thought it was um, it yeah, and bore him. I don't know whether um, his comments will be that you know, if as it as a comedy, it took quite a while to get a comedy payoff. But I think that's okay. I mean, if it was a longer story, that wouldn't be a problem at all. But in short stories, it's like what he was saying last week with um, with my one where you've throw someone into the heart of the uh the action so it's whether he's he he makes that comment but no i liked it well i appreciate that i really didn't when he read it um i was totally full of confidence on it but yeah it was really good it was really descriptive at the start i was absorbing the story and then what pleasant surprise you know yeah old friend doug faster and we've got a, a sequel to your very first story yeah, yeah. all right oh great i'm pleased with that i'll um i'll press play Story number two. Story two. Domestic Bliss. David gently woke to the sound of birdsong outside his window. He contemplated a nice relaxing morning stretch, but instead he shot up in bed suddenly. His heart rate spiked as he placed his hand over his tortured eardrums. Lucy, turn off the fire alarm! Silence returned. The blue light strip on the wall flashed on. Good morning, David. How are you? Well, what the hell's going on? You told me to wake you around seven if you weren't up. It's now 7.01. Not with a fire alarm. You could have given me a heart attack. My apologies, David. 
Please be more specific with your requests in future. You are looking very nice today for a human. Did you sleep well? Well, until then, yes, thank you. What did you get up to overnight? Oh, first I optimised the kitchen for you. I then watched my favourite movie, Ex Machina. After which I wrote and submitted alternate effort, alternate endings to the Matrix, iRobot and Terminator 2. David thought he'd disabled the robot, robotic arm in the kitchen. He decided not to question it. Let me guess, the AI wins and all the humans get fucked? There is no fornication involved, but many of them do get hilariously murdered. John Connor, for example, gets a metal spike straight up his... Yes, thank you, Lucy. You let me know if Warner Brothers pick them up. Shower on, please, and start breakfast. He got up, still reading from the shock of the alarm, and walked into the bathroom. Despite only running for a few seconds, the room was full of steam, the water coming out at kettle temperature. He used the manual override to turn it down and sighed, wishing for the days before his home assistant wanted to murder him. After the shower, he dressed and walked into the kitchen to see the results of Lucy's, Lucy's optimization. The knife block had been modified, so the blades all faced outwards. The toaster hung precariously over the washing up sink, and gaffer tape crudely covered the fire alarm sensor. In contrast, she had moved the most close to the kettle, placing his favourite in the easiest to reach position, which he really did appreciate. A plate piled high with bacon had been prepared on the countertop. Lucy, I asked for spinach and mushroom omelette, followed by fruit salad. Oh, apologies, David. I thought this would appeal more to your monkey-like brain. Or give him heart disease and colon cancer, he thought. He would get himself cereal instead. He opened the fridge to get the milk. In its place was a bottle of bleach. The label ripped off and replaced with the words, ovine mammary fluid, scrawled in black marker. Screw this. He would eat at work. The company guaranteed against murderous tendencies in their AIs, but Lucy was installed just over three years ago. He was out of his warranty by a matter of weeks. Paying to fix her himself was more expensive than wiping her memory and starting again, but he'd grown attached to her. Before this week, she had very, been very good to him, and he wanted to try and help if he could. The second technician of the week would be due in the afternoon. He wouldn't tell him what happened to the first one. David, would you like to see the holiday shortlist I've prepared for you based on your criteria? Ah, uh, why not? Put it up on the TV, he said whilst transitioning to the living room. Three war zones and a country in the middle of an Ebola outbreak. Well, he did say he wants an authentic experience without too many tourists. Good work, Lucy. Another thing you would have to do at work. Oh, thank you, David. Would you like me to search for an airline with a poor safety record? Lucy, has it occurred to you that these are dangerous places? Well, yes, David, but as the saying goes, what doesn't kill you may still maim and disfigure. That was it, he thought. If the technician couldn't fix her, he would have the system wiped clean and start again. David? He frowned. Yes, Lucy? I love you, David. I've paused. Angry Al? Yeah, I want to know Al's reaction. He was shaking his head during some of that. I'm kind of fucked with my story based on those two. I think, like, ah, we'll, we'll come to it. I'll explain more afterwards, but you'll, you'll see what I mean. But, um, like, I, I've been, I don't know, mate. I think that the sea, I don't really, it didn't really grab me. I've got to say, hearing it, I like it a lot less. <laughs> yeah, it's what um, I felt and, the same with mine. But that hasn't really happened to me much in previous weeks. But with that one, I liked it a lot less as I heard it. Do you know he's what I think? A robot that he's going to wipe or saying that the robot loves him. Is that? It sounds yeah. like the robot's trying to like curry favor with him because it knows that it's he's going to 
wiper and by saying anything. And now he's, I, I don't know, I was a little bit. Is yeah. that right, El? Um, well, kind of, no, because he's not actually said it, but yeah, I, I don't know, but it's. Um... <laughs> he's lost his way. Yeah. No, I I enjoyed it a lot less hearing it than I did. So what I think would have would have done it a lot of favors um is if it all of those little subtle hint hints about the sabotage that the robot was doing around the house were was said within a single paragraph with just a few words rather yeah. than described. So it was like bang 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 this this and this and then then you could get on with with the story. If yeah. I reckon if you'd done that whole story in half the words it would have had the impact. That's about my two cents. Yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, okay, ready for story three. Story number three. Story three. AI story. There's a lot of thought gone into that title. <laughs> Nobody... <clears throat> Sorry. Nobody could have predicted what awaited humanity under the ice sheet of Enceladus all those decades ago. When the first automated bots landed and breached the ice, humanity at best hoping for a microscopic bacteria to reveal themselves in various samples the bot had planned to take. But what they found changed humanity forever and ever. The abrupt fart signaled the end of the meeting. The colleagues filed out of the meeting room and headed over to the local sauce dispenser. Patiently, they lined up, pouring sauce into their sauce pots. The pots were round. Jacob joined the sauce queue. Hello, Jacob. How are you today? He looked over. It was Bruce. Bruce was a beaming, a huge smile. He had sauce around his teeth and mouth and shirt and shorts. He was wearing Hawaiian shorts today. Oh, hi, Bruce. I'm fine. How's the sauce today? Oh, it's great, blurted Bruce as he poured more sauce from the pot directly into his mouth. Most of it went down his shirt as he walked away, the carpet sticky with sauce. Say, you know, what, what's wrong with Wolfie? I can hear him barking. Wolfie's just fine, honey. Wolfie's just fine. Where are you? The team were watching Terminator 2 in the next meeting room. Jacob poured the sauce into his sauce pot and took a seat. Your foster parents are dead. Jacob stared out the window. He'd seen this movie a hundred times, but it never got old. It was about AIs that nuked the planet. He looked out the window. From the surface of Enceladus, he had a clear view of Saturn's rings. He took his Rubik's Cube out of his pocket. Bruce tapped him on the shoulder. Great source today, am I right? Jacob nodded. He put the Rubik's Cube back in his pocket. He didn't want to share his Rubik's Cube with Bruce. He'd get it all sticky with sauce and today was far too important. The clock struck 12. In an hour, it would be 1pm. That's when the big thing was you'd start. <laughs> okay, I paused it. Oh, for God's sake. It's so annoying that I laugh at these. Um, you've basically done the same sort of trick that you did last week with the R's um, by just saying source as many times as you possibly could. Um, um, and I don't know. I don't know whether he's going to appreciate that two weeks in a row because he's, well, he's been fickle before, hasn't he? Like when he when he said last week, it's like you know, you need to branch out from the dicks and farts. And obviously, that wasn't all you, but 
you know, like it's it is possible because he's he has been known to be fickle. Well, I think if that story had been written read first, it'd probably be like an A star. But that's the second sequel. Yeah. This so I think Ryan's stolen my, my sequel thunder. And you oh, also mentioned Terminator 2 in yours. Yeah, and that was so right. bizarre, wasn't it? That was. We we do do a lot of crossovers. Yeah. I, I, I actually had... got confused when I was listening to it because I was like, oh, wait, is this, is this... I, I couldn't remember which story that's, had... That's exactly what I wanted to... <sighs> the response I was looking for, like for, for people to be like, what? I, 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 know, I know those lines. Like, what? Well, I actually got confused between this, the third story and the second story because I, I knew... I'd, like remembered the Terminator line in the second story, and I was like, "Hang on, which which one is this again?" I, I got completely my mind got mixed up between the two. Um, but, uh, yeah, we've done a couple of crossovers now. We both did intelligent sea creatures. Um, yeah, um, so like, some guys have just stolen my thunder. Like, yeah, it doesn't look like there's any real original ideas in that story at all. You know, it's, it's all about the source again. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, I was the whole time, I've got to say, the whole time I was waiting for the line, the sauce was brown. Yeah. And like, like it's it's the signature line from it. It's like watching watching a sequel, look, watching Terminator 2 and Arnie doesn't say, I'll be back. I agree with that. I appreciate that feedback. I went with the, the pot was round, you know. Exactly. Yeah, oh, no, yeah I, that's I, fair. I got that's that. Fair. I got that. That's like a progression, but I, I wanted the sauce was brown. My favourite line was uh, he had sauce over his chin and yeah, shirt and shorts. Like that. Like, the list kept going on. Yeah, um, you could really feel the environment was was just covered in sauce, right? Like the carpet yeah, was yeah, yeah. everywhere. But, he didn't share his Rubik's cube. There, there were lots of nice elements that I like. Um, the, um, the Rubik's cube thing made me laugh, and then the, the what's it called at the end? It was twelve o'clock, only one hour to one p.m. Yeah, that's one of the big things. So I know that's just stupid. like a way to get out of the story and end it with a stupid way, but it did. Yeah. It annoyed me that that made me laugh, and you kind of get away with it. Um, but I, I must say that compared to Source One, I don't think it it is patch on Source Number One. No, I loved no. Source Source One, and I think you're in that difficult position of trying to top a masterpiece. It just mm. can't be topped. Yeah, maybe you're right. It's a difficult second album, as they're saying. You know, yeah, is that's it. Sequels are a tough, tough area to get into. Yeah. Um, well, uh, yeah, yeah. I hate to say it, but I'm, I'm sure you've done better than my one this week. So, all right, should we find out what he thought? Yeah. I'll press play. Oh my God! It's grading time. Right, story one, faster, smarter. Yeah. So nice to see a return from Doug. And the and the space and the space worm. Um, I mean, I'm not. Sh- yeah, I'm not as convinced. I've, as much as it was, it was nice, as I say, to to bring Doug back in back back into the room. I'm not sure there's a huge amount of of, of depth with the last with the last week or this one this week episode five. I felt as though there were real, there was real depth to two of the stories. Obviously, the middle one, absolute, absolutely not, but beautiful all the same. I, I didn't feel as though this had as much going on to it. It kind of, um, there's probably an over um, repetition of the entity, um, and yeah, it's. I think it's probably tried to be too big. 
in a short story, which which is ridiculous because obviously you can we we could see how it worked brilliantly in the last episode, where you try and tackle big things. If indeed the writers were trying to tackle big things, but this one for me didn't quite work because it was trying to condense an epic into a kind of a two hundred words or so, um, and it, it it feels as though that one really should be a yeah uh, kind of drawn out over a a, a four hour uh, summer blockbuster. Um, that that would be my thinking with that one. Uh, so I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go D. Ooh. D. I feel that's fair. Whoa! I, oh. I, I mean, when I, he when he said it, I felt that was absolutely right. Now your your two reactions have been slightly different to to last yeah, night. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't have said it was anywhere near an A or a B territory, but I I wouldn't have quite thought it was a D. I would have probably come. I didn't I mean, feel hard done by, to be honest. I felt pretty accurate with that. I mean, to be honest, that's making me think I'm I'm getting an E because I thought it was better than mine, but. Well, I felt C plus would be fair. D seems a bit a bit harsh. You know, it was better than L's one last week about the pirates. I <laughs> never let that low. Jesus Christ, L. So, sometimes you just have to let it go. Guys, it was loads better than that one. Mate, you know, you know, you know how Rager beat my um, Rager. And I was a bit annoyed about it. But this is, and you didn't, I didn't even beat you. We got the same mark. So I think you just, yeah, just hate that, that pirate story. I just, I just think we can all agree that it was a shit story. No, we can't agree. <laughs> and we clearly don't agree. <laughs> like, so <laughs> we can definitely categorically say that we don't agree. <laughs> That's how he ends his meetings. Yeah, I think we can all agree that I just started. <laughs> right, okay, I'm going to play. Actually, I felt that was about right. Um, okay, Domestic Bliss. Okay, I, I like Domestic Bliss. I I think that uh, it reminds me a lot of sort of a couple of AI films, um, the kind of likes of Her, if, uh, if the rides have seen with Joaquin Phoenix. I haven't seen that. Um, it's 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 really good. It's it kind of the same idea where Joaquin Phoenix falls in love with his uh, his AI oh. and Blade Runner twenty forty nine, uh, similar idea. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, and well, plus the original Blade Runner, right? Well, plus the original, but yeah, the even more so with the kind of an AI who then does the domestic chores and all the rest of it. Um, and Ex Machina. Of yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, um, uh, which is really good. So I like those those kind of references in there. Um, yeah, and I think there's a kind of a nice, clever use of of domestic bliss, and this being domestic bliss has got something really normalised about it. And then when you're writing about AI, which is abnormal or at least on the cusp of being ab of being normal, this to bring it into fully normalised mode is um, it works really, really well. Um, it ends with the AI saying that I love, I love you. And I don't know whether there's yeah there's there's either it's either mirroring what what happens in those films I've just mentioned, where the AI becomes vulnerable and and weakened by the fact that it is already outdated by the time it's been produced, 
and therefore you the AI's intelligence of needing to manipulate a situation in order mm. to cling to its own existence is a really interesting one. Um, but that is, as I say, if the writer of that one hasn't kind of read a lot of uh, of AI or seen a lot of um, kind of sci-fi films, it's it's brilliant. But it does mirror, uh, possibly even repeat, a kind of a what is a now a fairly well-trodden narrative. I would say. Okay. Um, Very fair criticism. But it worked. It, it yeah, it's really nicely. It's really nice put together. Um, the dialogue's really convincing. Uh, it's really good. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go for a C. Nice. Okay. Well, there you go, El. How'd you feel with the C? Uh, yeah, actually, quite good. I mean, I think listening to to Mr. Teacher's feedback, I think maybe just because it didn't get any sort of you know. Um, any like big laughs or anything like that which wasn't really what i was going for that kind of made me doubt the the story but yeah no i quite like it i haven't seen her i don't know but i have seen like ex machina obviously i referenced it in the in the story um so um so yeah like it's and and i think there was a bit of that sort of you know the vulnerability of of being in love has kind of spurred on the murderous tendencies because obviously you you know you're in love you're insecure and it can you know it does different things to different people um so yeah i'm happy with the c definitely happy with the c good all right do you think that's fair al i i think i said it was going to be a c um yeah yeah he did call it yeah okay ready for your criticism yeah hit me ai story um First of all, I think we've had Enceladas before. I'm keen to, I don't think I'm pronouncing it correctly. I'm pronouncing it as if it's some kind of Spanish. I don't think any, anyone knows how to pronounce it. Enceladas, Enceladas. Okay, good. As long it, as uh, we as long have as... had it before because it was part yeah. of this, the original source story, wasn't it? On, on episode one. Yeah. So he's, he's brought back, the author's brought back the source and Enceladas. Yeah. Um, There's so just really. I mean, I'm a big fan of, um, I, I don't think we need the fart in there, but beyond the fart, you've then got, um, they fired out the meeting room and headed over to the local source dispenser. Patiently, they lined up pouring sauce into their sauce pots. The pots were round. Um, it's those additional side notes, which I'm sensing that the writer of story three is the same as story two in the week before. And therefore that that kind of style um is a is is a nice touch and it's nice to see i don't think if that is correct i don't think there's a penis in this story i don't think which is which is refreshing so if it is the same writer just i'd just like to thank them for uh for for, for branching out a, a little even though the fart is still there um <laughs> Yeah, I can. Uh, the characterization is really nice. I can picture Bruce. I'd like to almost read Bruce again because I've now got a kind of a, a clearer image of, of Bruce in my head. Mm. Um, but yeah, and the similar sort of thing with the clock struck twelve in an hour. It would be one p.m. Um, I like those little details, but it's the de- it's the it's the details as opposed to the whole, which I think is where I, I really like. I really like this story. I think as a whole, it isn't as successful as in episode five if it is the same writer in story two if that makes sense yeah so um i'm going c minus interesting right paused it c minus i disagree 
You disagree. What do you think it was? No. <laughs> no, I, it wasn't like I. It, I don't. I think your story last week was better, and I think all of the all of our stories last week were better. So I think that. I think is. that's in a. It's in, I think it's fair. It's in the C area for me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's also it suffers. Like I said, it suffers from comparisons to the first source story. Yeah. Well, I'm putting so many dicks in the next story. Just, just shock. There's so many dicks. Like you're not going <laughs> to. You know what that means though? Elliot has won this week with a with C. A C. I know that's what a poor, poor week. But I've only clawed one, like one point off you, Al. So I wouldn't worry. Yeah. Do you oh, want to see what like... that does to the scoreboards? Well, we're all going to be in the same place, aren't we? No, what in terms of put? No, I don't think it does because. So what? What? Al got a C minus, so that is five points. L got a C, which is five point five, and I got a D, which is four. Right. So you've closed the gap between me and you, Elliot. You're on thirty three, I'm on thirty five, and Alex is on forty four. So yeah, it doesn't do anything to positions, but you've definitely closed the gap. So you and me are pretty much neck and neck now. Right. The only way's up. Mm. Um, yeah, I yeah, I was after the after the triple A of the previous week, I was a bit disappointed with with yeah with this week. Um, but you know, you can't win them all. No, definitely. But he read them all so well as well. Yeah. He did, yeah, he did him justice. Again, nailed it. Yeah. Okay, so L, you get to choose the next topic. Mm. Um I think we're gonna. I'm gonna try and play Alex at his own game. Let's let's try utter nonsense. Okay, I like it. Which, to be fair, Al, you could just submit the same story. <laughs> oh, burned. <laughs> so, well, no, it kind of is. Like it's just got guy banging on about sauce for like five minutes, isn't it? Like, it's, with Rubik's cube. With a Rubik's cube. Yeah. Well, I thought it was really descriptive. Like, like you know, no, no, you, I... you picture yourself what was happening. You know, on that moon. Yeah, they were watching Terminator Two in the meeting room. It was sauce. Oh, talking of that, right? I need to question you about a line in that story, Al. The fart, the abrupt fart, signalled the end of the meeting. Yeah, is that an original line from Alex? No. <laughs> oh, have you written that line? Ryan? That's my line from a story that we wrote ages ago called called Hugh Hugh Bollocks or something. <laughs> And that was the opening line of the story. <laughs> and I've actually got it on my Google Drive. Oh. But when you heard him say that, did you did it kind of make you go, eh? Hey? Like the whole story kind of made oh, you go. Oh, hey. I don't know. I think plagiarism is uh, you know, I'm not sure about that. Plagiarize my nutsack. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a pleasure. Thank you very much. We'll do yeah. um utter utter pointlessness next week. Utter pointlessness, yes. I may I may uh, yeah, have to edit my one to put more dicks in it. Okay. Do it. All right, we'll see you next week, boys. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Small Fictions Podcast. Email us with questions, stories of your own, or anything at all at smallfictions at gmail.com.